Luke and Susie with Faith, Family, Culture and our resident doctor, Dr. Chris, is about to join us. And in, in one of your programs, uh, Dr. Chris, I was reading up and some of the stuff that you do and I talked about staying above the red line of health. And I went, oh, yeah, we all want to stay above the red line. And then I realized I have no idea what was what the red line is based on, but it sounds like there's a spreadsheet involved. So I'm in. Dr. Chris, let's talk about the red line in health. What is it? <laughs> Spreadsheet. Are you a spreadsheet man, Luke? I love him. I love him, Chris. <laughs> you love him. Um, I mean, it's just a concept and it's a visual concept to try and de- describe for people a delineation between good health and not so great health. Yeah. And when you're getting close to that boundary, you know, and that's that whole red line concept. And a lot of us don't recognise when we've crossed the red line and we've gone into an, a danger zone essentially with our health. So it's recognising when we're getting close to that point, what are our warning signs for us? and pulling back so that we don't go across that red line. So some of us don't experience stress the way that traditionally people would describe stress. So you don't feel anxious, your heart doesn't race, you don't lose sleep, you know, there there aren't the classical warning signs that stress is affecting you. You might just get something subtle like stomach pain or you might get headaches or you might find that you're sleeping slightly less because your brain's very active so it's waking you up at two, three, four o'clock in the morning and not letting you get back to sleep. Yeah. There are some different warning signs for different people. So it's sort of about recognising those for you and then pulling back before you've gone too far so that you don't end up across the red line essentially. Yeah. Well, Because it is this dynamic thing, our, our health and, and especially our mental health and that it's not – you know, once you've got it sorted, then that's it. You stay in that zone because different pressures, different times, different seasons will – even the weather changes it, like where suddenly you've got a whole different environment and you've got to adjust and tweak. Yes, that's true. Yeah, there's lots of factors. You know, and our body's always trying to find that state of homeostasis, that point of balance again. It's always trying to get back to that point. And so if you've got lots of things tipping you in the wrong direction, you will find that you'll be way off balance. You won't feel great and it will take a bit longer to get back on track. So if you recognise it sooner, you'll recalibrate quicker. You know, it might just take you a day or two to recover as opposed to some people have hit burnout and it takes them years to come back from that. You know, the the standard recovery period from burnout is 12 to 18 months. So you don't want to get to that burnout stage. And you think, how does someone get to burnout? You can see how it happens because responsibility, pressure, you've just got to keep going. You don't feel great, but you you kind of attribute it in the end to that's just me and that's how you feel when you're an adult, you know. Um, as opposed to pull back when you're starting to have those signs and symptoms. Get more sleep. Go and see a doctor if you need to for some help or a psychologist or whatever you need to do. Get a bit more exercise. Like Just try and reprioritise a little bit. So do you have some key areas when you're identifying this red line of health where you go, okay, let's have a look at these specific areas in what's going on for you? Yeah, mood is one. So have a look at your irritability level. Are you more irritable? Are you more snappy with the kids? or your partner, can you not tolerate uh, small talk with strangers or, you know, people that you normally, and you normally do. You might not be a small talk person, so don't use that as your benchmark. But if you've got usually got time for the neighbours or normally got time to chat about small talk things with friends at barbecues and now all of a sudden you don't have that patience level, you know you've probably reached the end of your emotional tether and that's one indicator. The next is sleep. And so often you look at sleep and you, you look at how much somebody is sleeping. If you're stressed, your body will wake you up after you've had four hours sleep. So if your body's waking you up after four hours, it's saying you're too stressed to sleep. You now need to go and work on getting that stress low, whatever that is. And so hypervigilance kicks in. So looking at sleep, 
So sleep and mood are the first two. And then the third is obviously uh, people are worried about you. You'll have people say, that's my third indicator. I'll often say, has anyone, you know, mentioned about your health and is anyone concerned about it? And often they'll say, yes, my my wife's been at me for a long time or, you know, my partner's been saying I need to look after myself or my mum. So those are often the three indicators, yeah. Well, that's the red line of health. Thank you for the the prompter. And and if any of those resonate with you, then uh, go book in and and see your doctor and and start to, to analyse what those pressure points are for you. Dr. Chris, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Luke. Thank you.